Okay, got a different kind of Friday show for you today. Here's a question to think about at the very top of the podcast. What does being in love mean to you? What does being in love mean to you? Think about that. Welcome to this kind of loosey-goosey Friday show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yep, here we are. It is the 3rd of February, and this is our 656th episode of Certified Mama's Boy. We are a daily podcast that has three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. All right, we'll start this Friday episode. This Friday, this episode is going to be a little different today. We're going to kind of vibe because uh, we we can't get Jimmy Mack on the podcast because well we could, but the amount of effort it would take and the amount of stress I feel like I'd have to be like, well, no, well you could just no, just just you got well you got I just I don't have it at me right now. So click Jimmy this, Mack, click that. Yeah, it just. <laughs> Uh-uh. I know how this goes. I, as long as they 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 can do the same thing every day, my parents are good at, at hopping on typically. But mm-hmm. if we got to change it up and I got to explain things from mm-hmm. you know miles away, it's just uh, <laughs> a little chaotic. So Jimmy Mack will return next Friday. But so today we're just going to kind of vibe out. Um, I want to start with a, another edition of So This Is 40. Okay. Because, I mean, like it's hitting me weird, man. Like all of a sudden I'm like, God, I'm like, 40 40 you know what i mean like just things are hitting that like probably should have hit a long time ago i'm I'm really i really feel like i really did a good job defying time for quite some time and and, and i know every single person that's you know 30s 40s 50s has gone through this so you can relate to this and um i am i always felt like i looked younger than i was because i my skin complexion stayed pretty pretty good got that nancy yancy skin looks like a dolphin or something it's just so smooth and silky <laughs> um and uh i didn't have any really any like gray hairs like very few like gray hairs but now for some reason i'm starting to get to grow gray hairs on my chin <laughs> and i'm like oh no so this is 40 like it's finally it's finally happening um and it's funny because like some of my friends have been completely gray and i, I I've known this, you know, for a long time, but I'm sitting here and I'm like, I wonder if, and I think we all have to go through this. So I'm going through it for the first time with you, which is, do we, do we, are we dying it? Are we dying it? Is that what we're doing? Are we dying our hair? Am am I getting just for men and we're brushing it in every day? (laughs) Um, Are we, are are we at a phase where we're just going to let time take us away because mm-hmm. like for women i mean it's the same thing i know y'all go through it too y'all be dying your hair oh you're lying to us that it's not the color of your hair anymore oh, yeah oh yeah Mom, like what what for you what was that transition like when did you start going gray oh probably um probably 10 years ago and so i would have been 60 yeah. i mean that's pretty damn good okay yeah, like that's, was, that's yeah i was older much I'm Much later it. later than most. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you did, wait? So you had no gray hair till you were sixty. Well, here's the thing. Now that you're asking me that question, I started coloring my hair. Okay, here comes the truth. Uh huh. Yeah. Probably somewhere in my forties. 
because it was turning gray. <laughs> well, Let's get the truth. I want, I want, I want so the, the, real root, the root color. I, I think I think the reason I started it was I really my hair is mousy brown. Yeah. And I never really liked the color of it. So I wanted to put some highlights in it. So mm-hmm. I think I started coloring, like putting highlights in my hair in my 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I continued that until, honestly, about 10 years ago when I was 60. And my hairdresser was the one because I was just begrudging the fact that I had to come there and spend all that time. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I just read this so much. I hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, you know. When I look at the gray you have when I color your hair, I think your gray might come in kind of nice. She said, I think you should try to just let it grow out and let's see what's, what happens. I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I did. And I'm glad I did. Do you, did you feel I mean, like an, like an no, old person, though? No. I think like for men, it's socially acceptable. Like I'm not too worried about it, but I just, I just I'll, always kind of been like, ha ha. <laughs> I have no gray hair. Mm-hmm. I had like one gray hair right in the middle of my head, and that was it. And I'm like, ha I still look <laughs> young. I honestly think that folks that are prematurely gray, it's really quite beautiful, whether it's male or female. I really, Man, I really I'm love gonna tell you, that look. I'm going to tell you a story, though, but, about it, because I feel like maybe it's changed over time, right? But mm-hmm. I remember my 10th grade like some type language arts or whatever, English or whatever it was, mm-hmm. uh, teacher. She mm-hmm. had grade early, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day she came into class and she was like, and I don't remember what it was now because I was whatever, 16, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. But she was like, it's like my, it's like my 31st birthday. And we were like, oh my God, I thought you were like 55. <laughs> oh, like, holy hell, I was way <laughs> off. Because of the gray hair? Yeah, because uh-huh. I just assumed because she had gray hair, she was an older yeah. person, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm wondering if I should dye my beard hair. <laughs> it's just like kind of what's going through my head today. Like mm-hmm. maybe it's maybe it's time. But you always know those people too that like, you're like, that's not real. <laughs> that's yeah, not and real. and I tell you what, if you don't do it well, it looks so yeah. bad. All of a sudden I have like a black beard. Uh-huh. You guys were like, what happened? It's like <laughs> I tried, solid. I tried doing it myself one time and I had to go to my hairdresser the very next day. It's like uh, solid black. Oh, yeah. My hair is brown on oh, top yeah. of my head. And I have a solid so black bad. beard, like a pirate or something. Yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, don't let me get that far. But <laughs> it's just this is the first, first gray hairs, y'all. It's coming in. Mm. So I got to figure out what to do with it, or do I just, maybe I just accept it because who cares? Mm-hmm. Grow old gracefully. Oh man, um, I want to go back to our conversation from yesterday, really okay. quick before we move on, because we were talking about. Uh, they asked my mom about the woman that had a neighbor kid that was riding around the neighborhood with a BB gun. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't know if I should call the cops or not. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to play a couple of calls here in a second to kind of wrap up this conversation. But I want to see what side that you were on. And and Krista was nice enough, uh, one of our fan fam Mm -hmm. and just all around good person Mm -hmm. was nice enough to add a poll on here. And so in case you weren't here yesterday, that was basically, I mean, that's, that's the story. That's, Mm -hmm. that's basically it. Um, so she, uh, so Krista added a poll to our certified fans page. So the question was like, what would you do? Uh, 0% of people said they called 911. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, 40% of people said that they would, 
um, call a non-emergency line. Mm-hmm. 50% of people of certified fans said they would find the parents. So that's, that was the majority of you said you would find the parents. Yeah. And then 10%, I actually added a, a, a different <laughs> one, uh, which was mind your business. <laughs> and uh, 10% of us voted for mind your business. Um, so let me actually, let's get to some calls uh, right here. Hi, Kramer and Mama Nancy. This is Lisa C. from Goodyear, certified fan. How do you not call the police? Um, I I know, you know, I have an adult child and I have grandchildren. My grandchildren come to visit. I live in a very quiet neighborhood in Goodyear, Arizona. Now, if I notice a kid in my neighborhood, you know, having a gun in their waistband, um, an airsoft gun, a BB gun, you know, something more or less harmless, but it's a gun nonetheless, and it's put in a place where a normal gun would be, perhaps in a holster or, you know, that you see on some crime show. So the kid obviously knows what he's doing, and if he's going around shooting other kids, apparently, there's an intent there. So what I would do in this case as a concerned grandparent, and this is a concerned homeowner in my own neighborhood, which he has every right to do, I would be asking the other parents in the neighborhood if they know whose parent, you know, who his parents are so that we could, in fact, talk to the parents. Because what happens if the cops happen to just roll by the neighborhood and they see this kid with a, a gun in his waistband and he's brandishing it at other kids? That's tragedy waiting to happen, if you ask me. Hey, Kramer, Mama Nancy, this is Lauren from Atlanta. I think I would call them, too, but... Not like 911, you need to come right now, but maybe, like she said, just to discuss, you know, he can drive by every now and then or come talk to him. You know, because one day it might be a real gun, and the kids aren't going to know. They're going to think it's fake, or I just think this day and age, you can't do that. You can't play. I mean, there's there's too many shootings going on, and if that was my kid out there, my kid wouldn't be allowed to play out there. So... Yes, but she did know where he lived and the parents. She could walk over there and talk to them, but she doesn't. I mean, I think it would just be more of an educational talk, you know, with the policeman coming to talk to him. You know, not punish him or, you know, just kind of talk to him about it. Mom, after hearing that nobody else would call 911, do you want to go back to your, you know? Well, I don't think I would have called 911. I said call the police. Oh, so you would call the non-emergency line. Yeah. You fall into the 40% that would yeah, fall. Yeah, absolutely. 911 is for an emergency. I mean, there's nothing they can do right now. I mean, I, I would just call and ask them what advice they had for me. And they'd probably say, well, the next time you see them in the neighborhood, call us and <laughs> we'll come out. I mean. <laughs> like, Thanks for wasting our time, lady. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I think they I'm, would say. But yeah, the I think I'm triggered by this because <laughs> I am... Ah, uh, I remember, did I ever tell you about, the, the, I'm sure you remember the ring and run story, don't you? Do you remember the ring and run with me back in the day? I don't know. Tell me. Okay. So this ring is like one of my most and, horrifying. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I okay. do. Yes, I do. <laughs> one of my most horrifying I'm childhood memories. I'm thinking of memories. a ring like a, like a piece of jewelry 
was no, like, ring did you steal some jewelry? Doorbell. Yeah. Ding dong yeah. ditch, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, it, has, yeah, yeah. it has different names, but uh, whatever yeah. you want to go with. Okay, so here's why I feel like I never call the cops because that was like threatened to me one time and I feel like I never got over it. <laughs> uh, we had a, um, uh, I, I don't even know how this happened. I don't remember, but I was hanging out with a group of friends. It was my, my buddy Dan and some of our other guy friends and uh, this is probably the last time I ever hung out with guys because I'm like, I can't handle this pressure. I got to be friends with <laughs> females only because this is <laughs> this is too much. So I remember all of a sudden we were hanging out. And all of a sudden they were like, hey, we're going to go, we're going to ring this this guy's doorbell and like run away. And I was like, all right. Like I was, God, I don't know, middle school. <laughs> and so we were over at our friend Ricky's house and he, so everybody, you know, walked over, rang the doorbell. And I guess, like, actually, I don't, I don't remember if I did it or not. I can't remember if I was with them or not. Because the only thing I remember was all of a sudden everybody started running away. But <laughs> I'm in rollerblades. And oh. I guess this, and everybody starts heading, like running towards the woods. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I guess now in my, in my adult brain, the, the smartest, the smartest thing would have been just to rollerblade away. Why would <laughs> yeah, I not just rollerblade like away? Like you were an away? innocent bystander. Yeah. I don't know why. Like why? <laughs> it literally just took me 30 years to realize I probably should have just literally rollerbladed away. <laughs> but for some reason, I felt like I had to like go with the crew. Well, I mean, <laughs> I can't get through the woods and rollerblades, right? Uh-huh. So. I just remember this guy like comes flying out of his house and I'm like stuck trying to like run in rollerblades through the backyard. It was, I mean, just, just imagine it was, it was like Bambi on ice. It was just like my legs were going all <laughs> which way. And eventually he was just like, he was like, Hey, he's, he's like, stop. He's like, stop. Cause I can't go anywhere. I can't right. rollerblade through the grass. Like it's just, I'm, I'm in trouble now. So why didn't I rollerblade away? I don't know. And then he actually ended up catching a couple of us. And he was like, I remember he said, I should call the cops on you guys right now. But what he made us do was he wrote down, made us write down our parents' names and phone numbers. Mm. And he called all of you guys. Mm. Do you remember that, mom? Yeah. That's probably the worst yeah. thing I ever did as a kid. Yeah. But I, I remember he was like, if I see you guys here again one more time, mm-hmm. I'm calling the cops. Mm-hmm. And I feel like ever since then, I'm like, okay, I can't. I can't call. I mean, I just I can't be that guy because it was so traumatizing as a kid. But also now I can only imagine. Can you imagine how annoying that would be as an adult? Mm. I don't even know the point of it when you were a kid. Like I don't even know the. I don't like what was the. What was the benefit of that? Like I don't even know. Like what the. (laughs) Well, that's usually the things that you do is the things that you do as a kid are usually just so non so nonsensical. I mean, that makes makes no sense. sense. Literally makes no sense. You know, it's just whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. So but anyway, your, um, but, your, but your immature mind thinks it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go ring that doorbell. We'll show him like for what? <laughs> Why? I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyway, ever since I, I think I vowed to say I'm never going to be like uh, the call the cops guy. <laughs> um, okay, mom, let's get to our little victories for the week. Uh, on Friday, we just say, hey, listen, take a second right now. You're listening to a podcast. You might as well do this with us. Uh, little victories is where you can just take time to celebrate one little victory in your life in the week. Nothing big, nothing big. Um, I mean, sometimes you have big ones, but like every week I want you to celebrate one thing that you've accomplished and hopefully you'll look back on your week and it'll make you feel better because having these little accomplishments, when you feel like your week was like, oh, it was a crap week or I didn't really get anything done this week or whatever, you can like celebrate one thing that you did. It'll make you feel better. So mom, what was your little victory for this week? Actually, I think it was today. Um, 
I was here and I was looking outside and it was cold. It was like 41 was the high today, but the sun came out and it was a beautiful day. But as I looked outdoors, the only people that were really out there were people that had to be out there with their dogs. So I thought, hmm, I don't know. But then I decided, went on the balcony, didn't feel too bad. I decided I'd wrap up and see if I could walk to Marshall's, which I know is a mile away. And so I put on my coat. I wish I'd had gloves. And I romped over there and I got there and I got back. So I put in two miles today walking in the cold. It was that's, so. I know that was, so was really. That was really bold of you, by the way. Why? Like, is it dangerous? I, I don't. I don't think anyone. No, I'm. I'm just saying. Like, there was literally no it's one. Just out cold. There. Exactly. That's the point. <laughs> like, you don't walk around in the cold for no reason. Like, especially just to go to Marshalls. Like, what? <laughs> Makes no sense. That Today just was, gave me a destination point. You know. Yeah. I knew how well, far it was. You did it. You accomplished it. <laughs> but I feel good uh, for that. So today, my little victory was I got to. Um, uh, finally work out again for the first time Yes. since I got back. No, I rode, I rode the bike. I did ride the bike one time, but, uh, first time this week I was able mm-hmm. to get back on the treadmill and just run. It was 20 minutes. It wasn't anything crazy, but mm-hmm. it was a big, um, you know, you got to look for these little victories when you're starting to <clears throat> get back up on the saddle, you know, anybody. Baby steps. I've had a lot of people recently reach out to me for divorce, talking about their divorce. And mm. I, you know, it's my always my best piece of advice is like, look for these little victories. Like, look for mm. these little things you weren't able to do before because you just felt so shitty, you know, mm-hmm. and celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Like today was, that was, a, I mean, I know it's a little victory. It's just 20 minutes on a treadmill for, that's not really a great workout. But for me, it was, you know, Got up, one got step out. Yep. <laughs> towards getting my life kind of back on whatever track it is I'm heading on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, a, you know, these little, like I said, little victories are, are helpful in that sense. Mm-hmm. So I hope you'll remember that, especially in times where it's hard because you will find yourself uh, f- needing to find these little victories because the big victory will, you know, take time to get to. Mm-hmm. So that's and the point of little victories. And when you're, um, and when you're depressed or blue or whatever, you, you know you, you you know, and you don't feel well mentally, you you can think of every reason to not get exercise. Right. You know. Yep. Oh no, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I'm just going to stay in. It's cold. It's wet. It's whatever. You know. You can think of a million reasons anytime, but particularly but the, when you're feeling blue. I think post. You know, since everything kind of got crazy, mm-hmm. this is probably the best I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I was able to go downstairs and get on the treadmill for just mm-hmm. a little bit. And so, yep. as a reminder for you, yes, you should go work out. Yeah, make you feel good, even just a walk. Even if, even if you want to be a weirdo and go walk in the cold to Marshalls <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> literally, you need nothing, hey, not one thing. You don't need one thing from Marshalls. You know, you no, literally don't need one thing from Marshalls. But, but you still... I brought back a lovely mm-hmm. lavender calen, um, candle that I'm looking it's forward to us burning tonight. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll do our um, let's do our quote for today now. Okay, here's Lucille Ball's advice about staying young. 
The secret of staying young is to live honestly, eat slowly, and lie about your age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good advice. Pretty good advice, I'd say. (laughs) I gotta gotta get into a relationship soon, I feel like, (laughs) because I don't know that I can be on a dating site at 40. I just feel like that's a... Like, just to see the number four zero next to my name. I don't know why 40 tripped me out so bad. It's just like, even on my Peloton run. Yeah. Um, it's like, I, like, it, it has on there, it basically has decades. It's like, it's like 30s. Like, right now it says, like, Steven. Yeah. And it says Baltimore. And it says 30s. And I'm like, yes, damn right, 30s. You know, but it ain't. <laughs> It ain't too much longer. Listen, I did a workout yesterday for forty-year-olds. Okay, and I actually made you know, it through. That's, so, that's you know, unnecessary brag, but I'm yeah, proud of you. Yeah, well, you have a chronological and you have a biological age, and and you know, for me, I don't really care how long I live at this point. I just want to live well. So I'm really doing, you know, everything I can to make sure that that happens. A yeah, lot of it's well, we, out of my control, but a lot of it is in our control. So well, we got to keep you alive until I die of old age. So oh. then, then you may die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll want me, want me around then. I'm just saying. I, um, <laughs> you'll be very I talked about this on, me. <laughs> on Uncensored, and I'll talk about it more later on when we kind of get into what's going on. Um, I... I talked to uh, a psychic the other day. And if you haven't listened to Kramer and Jess Uncensored, um, I kind of just, I didn't plan on talking about it. Uh, but I talked to another woman that works with Miguel and Holly's show. I had heard her on his podcast. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just, here's what you need to know about me. I need I need the universe to tell me a message like 500,000 times. <laughs> and then I'll finally like tr- maybe. In a million different ways. In a million different ways. And it literally just like smacks me upside the head. <laughs> and like, I'm like, okay, I guess I got to do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I talked to her and it was great. And her name is Soul Worker Stacy. And this is not really a plug because I don't have her information or anything. But uh, she was, I just wanted to, just to see. You ever, you ever do that? You ever just want to just like see what they're going to say? Just the curiosity. Just like, let's see. It's almost like whenever I talk to psychics, it was, it's the same way with Mystic Michaela. It's always like, let's see what you got. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I know, I know what's going on. <laughs> like, let's see if you know what's going on. And if you say what I want to hear, then all right. If you don't, then you're just crazy. <laughs> so she said, she told me, she told me a bunch of stuff, which we'll talk about later. And uh, one thing though, she told me, she's like, you're going to live a, she's like, you're not going to get sick. You're going to live like a really long life. Mm-hmm. And like, why was part of me like, damn? <laughs> why was part of me like, man? I mean, it'll be. I'm gonna wrap this thing up a little early. That'd be okay Aww. too. I think. I think it might be. Might Aww. be all right. And that's so, a beautiful thing. I hope that's true. We'll see true. if she's right. Don't worry. If I die young, just somebody <laughs> at my funeral say she was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know everything else. I will. I'll give her a plug. Her again, soul worker Stacy. Um, I think it's soul worker Stacy Renee. If you want to Google her. Uh, and we'll, I'll give her more props as I kind of get my life together. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting. It was an interesting, interesting reading for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, apparently I'll be around and, a, long, and a lot. You of, felt like she was pretty much on target, didn't you? I mean, we'll see. About your personal life. Yeah, she nailed a lot. 
just about like the situation. I, I didn't tell her anything. I, I purposely right. didn't say a word. I didn't even try to go down any avenues with her. I didn't mm-hmm. ask any questions until she started just kind of like unraveling stuff. But uh, maybe we'll get her on the podcast eventually. Um, that would so be fun. Talk to her. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by AG1. And AG1 is a great way to start your day because I guarantee you, None of us, unless you're taking AG1, start with 75 high-quality vitamins, mineral, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, and uh, yeah, all that to start your day out right, right? I guarantee you don't. Like, what do you have for, what do you, what's the first thing you put in your body in the morning? Coffee. Is it, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like most of us, right? You go for coffee. Mm-hmm. Until you switch over to AG1, like that's, it's like, you'll get a whole different rush uh, but yeah, coffee, maybe some kind of breakfast, sugary you something. Coffee, I mean, they, but still. But I think that like that's how a lot of people start. You know, I wanted to start taking AG1 because of my digestive issues and it's been really good. It's been a really great tool. Uh, it works for your your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, and your aging. Uh, so that's why I can actually contribute only turning a little bit gray. I probably have five gray hairs, <laughs> but I think it's because I take AG1. I should have, I mean, all my friends have like so much gray hair. <laughs> See? I'm going to equate it to AG1. I really am. <laughs> so if you want to, actually, I can't say that. I, can't, I should, probably shouldn't give them a, fa- a false claim. They probably wouldn't like that. But no. it does, it helps with your aging. <laughs> so <laughs> to make uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Uh, that vitamin D is solid stuff, by the way. If you're feeling depressed, vitamin B and vitamin D are great for that. Mm-hmm. And that vitamin D really brings me back. I always know I'm low in vitamin D, especially in these winter months. Yes. Uh, so it's it's super helpful to have. It's good for your immune system as well. That's just me talking, and by the way. it's D plus K2, and K2 is really important to yeah. help process the, the vitamin D. It's really good quality. It's great. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Today's show is also uh, sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, I have not had my session yet because we are recording this on Thursday, but I'm going to go have a session. Uh, we're actually going to talk about this in a couple seconds. Something my therapist asked me, Mom, I'm going to ask you the same question in just a second, see how you would answer this. Okay. Uh, but uh, the sponsor, yeah, like again, they sponsor, they've been spo- sponsoring us for uh, two years now. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful. I'm just thankful to have it as a tool. I'm thankful to give it to other people as a tool. I'm glad to recommend it. Finding help for mental health can be a real challenge. And when I was in a bind a couple of years ago, 2019, 2018, whatever it was, I mean, three, four month waiting lists. Yeah, it's crazy. Like if you're in a crisis, what in the world? Mm-hmm. I can't wait four months. Mm-mm. So I've I've been really thankful to have better help because you can connect with somebody. My mine really was in is in like my experience about twenty four hours. I think they say forty eight, uh, but mine's always been within just a few hours. You're like connected and can talk to somebody that knows how. I mean, it's not a crisis line. I want to make sure that's clear. But like, just to have somebody, you know, like mm-hmm. start working through your stuff, whatever it is. I can't wait three or four months. I'm sorry, like none of us should have to do that. Mm-hmm. So I really, I think it's, it's been, it's, it's convenient. It's a flexible, it's affordable. It's entirely online. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Just go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer to get 10% off your first month. It's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. All right, certified fans. 
Thank you so much for your support. Love you, love you, love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are the ones that contribute a few bucks a month to keep this show going. You're also just like my little family, man. Like some of you actually are my family. A majority of you actually are my family. So thank you <laughs> for continuing to support our podcast. Family. Uh, some of you guys are just friends yeah, of the family. have a lot of a lot I'd of say family. 40% of certified fans are actually just my family. But that's okay. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> we don't have that much family. Yeah. <laughs> well, just know that like this is this is I mean it's how we pay the bills. Mm-hmm. If you're if this podcast means something to you and you want to uh, contribute, that'd be awesome. It's you know it takes the financial strain off of any of one of us to have to produce this podcast and it's expensive, man. Like mm-hmm. I started looking at running a podcast when I was out of work. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not starting a podcast because I can't pay a thousand some odd dollars a month. But um, it's a lot easier when you just have a you know a couple bucks here and there, and we we try to give you back more content for for doing that, more bonuses and stuff. So you can text the word fans F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight to learn about the perks. And we don't have anybody new today. Well, let me what? let me just stop for a second. <laughs> okay. Give a give a shout out to yesterday's certified fan, Letty L. You know, we didn't know where she was from. So on the post, I was like, oh, welcome, you know, Lady L. You know, let us know where you're from. And this is what she wrote back. This is the kind of people that listen to this podcast. I actually signed up my dog, Sandy Girl, in honor of Kiki. We love Kiki. That's so sweet. We are from San Diego. Love you, Kramer and Mama Nancy. So How nice. Here is that. Yeah, that's it's so nice the, of you. I mean, this this fans page is just one of my favorite things. You know that. Yeah. Because we all support each other so much. So I hope you all will consider joining. Well, let's. Um. Well, we should, we should give. We should, I'm sorry. The dog's name is what? Um. Oh, I just closed it. Uh, I can't Sandy ask my mom to go back. We'll never Sandy get there. Girl. Okay. Sandy uh, girl. Well, then we should give Sandy Girl a shout out today because mm-hmm. we didn't really officially do do one yesterday. So let's give Sandy Girl. Thank you for signing Sandy Girl up to be a certified fan and a Kiki fan. Yes. Uh, so thank you for that. Let's yes. give uh, let's give Sandy Girl a whoop whoop as our newest certified dog fam. Let's do it. Whoop whoop to Sandy Girl. We love you. We love all of our little pet fans. They're so sweet. Thank you guys for doing that too. I really Thank appreciate you. that. It's very kind. I will mention too that I uh, that Jess has started a new subscription on her Instagram that I wanted to shout out for her too. Um, she is looking to create basically her own little certified fans, if you will, but but exclusively like for her wedding content. And uh, if you want to go support Jess and support her wedding. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you can go join over there on her Instagram. It's just at J E S S D U I T T, and basically she—it's just an Instagram subscription. If you've seen these before, it's the first one I've ever subscribed to. Uh, but it's pretty cool because you can just—she's going to post a bunch of wedding. Like basically, you'll be able to see all the stuff behind the scenes of her wedding. And if you, so, if you like wedding stuff, uh, that'd be you know that'd be the place to go and and check it out. Would be the. Uh, uh, on, on her uh, Instagram. So go support your girl. She is <laughs> working hard to try to pay for a wedding over here. So she's taking up these extra little side side hustles, if you will, <laughs> to pay for a wedding. So if you want to go support her, that'd be really... And doing it long really... distance is a challenge too. So I know. 
you know, well, that's just the way to support to her. her. I mean, and you know, yeah. Consider it kind of the way I'm looking at it. You know, is like it's, you consider it kind of like a wedding gift hmm. um, mm-hmm. for Jess, basically, because yeah. most of you know most of us probably won't get a chance to actually go to her wedding, but you'll get all the exclusives. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll get to see all the stuff first, the dress. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else she's going to show on there, but it's just a way to support her. And you know, you know how expensive weddings are, so it'd be awesome if you. I think it's four ninety nine a month, mm-hmm. and if you want to go support Jess, that'd be an awesome way to go do that to help her. You know, little little wedding love sent her way. Yeah, that'll uh, so, be fun. She makes it all fun. Yeah, J E S S D U I T T on Instagram. You can go subscribe to her over there. Okay, mom, I'm going to ask you a question, okay. and I want to see how you answer this question. My, you know, I've been in therapy now for the last couple of months, kind of working on my get myself ready for a relationship, I guess, or just kind of looking at my pitfalls when it comes to relationships and kind of clearing some of the dust from my last relationship. Um, I, my therapist asked me to write this question out. Well, she she sends me homework every week and here's my, here's my what assignment. What does a good therapist do? Ask the right questions. You got it. Continue. So the question she asked me was, um, Wait, where did I put it? Oh, um, what does it mean? What what does being in love mean to you? Mm-hmm. What does being in love mean to you? Um, and I kind of want to know. It'd be interesting to see these answers on the certified fans page too. Or you can call us or whatever. Like, what does that mean to be in love? Like, what does that actually like? What does that look like? Have you thought about that question recently? Because I was like, damn, I had to like, I was like, let me think on that, and I, I'll write it in my. Better help journal over here. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be in love? I'm going to tell you what I wrote and tell me if you think I'm right. It, I said, being in love is a feeling. It's knowing that you have someone really special in front of you and that you want to mutually enhance the other's happiness. You want to support them and their goals and dreams and how to, uh, and how to give them love so they can they can feel the support. You consider how your life will be better with them in it for the long haul and make decisions accordingly. They're really special and you know that your life has changed for the better with them in it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a Hallmark card. What the hell is happening to my <laughs> cold, dark heart over here? <laughs> in your midlife. Got gray hairs talking about love. <laughs> what happened to that young, fun guy a couple of years ago? <laughs> what happened to that forever bachelor that had no gray yeah, hairs? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's just what I came up with. And now that we're kind of in the, like I said, we're just kind of vibing nice. today, kind of wrapping the week up over here. Mm-hmm. How, like, what does it mean to you? What does it mean to be in love? Like, what does that mean? Um, for me, there is a difference in being in love and loving someone. Yeah, I know. I agree. Um, so to be in love with someone means that you are um, caring for them and want the best for them, but you also want to um, share your life with them. And be true to yourself and just, um, you know, accept acceptance of who they are when you're That's in love. That's loving or being yeah. in love? 
Well, that's really more about love. But being in love, you know, it's it fades, I think. And then mm-hmm. it turns into, into real love, which to me is much richer um, because you've, you've had enough experience with each other to appreciate each other for hopefully who you are, you know. That's what your dad and I had to learn the hard way. Which was what? To accept the differences and um, Mm -hmm. to allow the other person to be who they are and to see the good in all of that. Um, Yeah, but being in love is a sweet time. It's a very sweet time. And um, you just care for each other and you love each other and you want the best for each other and you know, you want to be together and you get excited to see each other and it's very romantic. <laughs> you're like now and now you're like, damn it. Like and I remember those days too where <laughs> it's like, like oh, you're here again. Oh, here you go. Here? <laughs> here you go. You know, I saw something on TikTok the other day talking about how like the idea of being in love is a was really a um a mating idea. Mm. Like to have these feelings so that you would like mate with the person. Right. Mm -hmm. But then after a while, that's really not what it's there for anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I found that was kind of interesting. I think it was about 18 months and they said those feelings really aren't the same anymore. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what, how does that transition go then you think? Cause you've been married now for (laughs) 50 years. years. Yeah. 50 years. I mean, I think it's different for everyone. Are you are you still in love with Dad? You think? I love your dad. I I don't know that I would say I'm in love with him. I mean, I'm not all giddy. He's not all giddy. <laughs> you know, I guess some couples are, but you know, yeah. now we've built a life together and we have a, a long history together, and you know, we've shared a lot. We've shared a lot of yeah. good times. We've shared a lot of hard times, and. You know, our love for each other has definitely grown and and become stronger over the years. Um, But I don't know that I'm in love with him. I love him. Yeah. But I don't know that I'm in love with him. What do you think? What do you think is more important to a relationship? Being in love or or, or loving somebody? Oh, no. Genuinely loving someone. Hmm. And I think that's what you come to. I think being in love is a preface for truly loving someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an interesting question. And that's how it we'll is. wrap up today's show. And I kind of like to know, too, like how you feel about the difference between the two and like where are you in your relationship? And that's the great thing about the certified fans page. It's a private group. Yeah. So you can say whatever you want. And unless yeah. your partner's a certified fan, they'll never know. <laughs> and guess what? Since this is a podcast and not a radio show, mm-hmm. you can call or text. Mm-hmm. And unless your partner listens to this, they'll never know what you said. <laughs> that's right. It is weird. Like, it's really we'll weird talking tell. to like the masses and then talking to like this specific group. It's very interesting going in between the two, you know, <laughs> where like, you get this flamethrower, which like, this like, it's like almost like peering into everyone's life. And then you come here and this is such an intimate group. It's just such a different, different setting. Yes. Uh, let me give a quick shout out to our friends over at, uh, who else? We, oh, Paired. Paired's on the podcast this week talking about love, mm-hmm. staying in love, being in love. You have some fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Forget it's some kind of impersonal Valentine's Day presence. This year you can give the gift of your presence. And I didn't say present, uh, uh, I said presence. That's hard to say the different. Yeah. Presence and mm-hmm. presence. Mm-hmm. That, that's the same word, isn't it? 
Mm-hmm. It sounds the same. Sounds presence. The same, but it's not the same. And presence. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> research finds it's a little thing. So having these little moments of connection that are like the most important to your relationship. And the Paired app sends you daily prompts to increase your connection and intimacy with your partner. If they give you daily questions, games, and guided conversations designed for uh, for experts, you know, from experts that there's something meaningful for your relationship. And the best part is you don't get to see your partner's answers until you answer it yourself. So um, for Valentine's Day gift that lasts well beyond the holidays, go to paired.com slash Kramer and get a seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription now. Mom, how did you, uh, you know, how, what, are your, what are your thoughts on the, on the Paired app? I know you and Dad did it. Oh, it's fun. I mean, it really is fun. And, and we've learned a lot about each other that we didn't know, just trivial stuff, you know? Yeah. That yep. when you were a kid, when you were a teenager, you know, what were your thoughts about this or that? I mean, it's really been, it's fun. Yeah. yeah it's a lot of fun. So go check it out at Paired, P-A-I-R-E-D dot com slash Kramer to sign up today and connect with your partner every day using Paired. Happier relationship starts here. If you care, you pair. All right, mom. Well, let's wrap this bad boy up for the week. Any uh, any reflections on on this week? Oh, I'm I'm really glad I came. Um, Are you? Because I feel bad. I feel like I just I was been so either in my head or sleeping. I just slept so bad that like I've been sleeping more during the day. And honey, I did not come here for a vacation. I know, but I just, I, I wish I could have spent to, more, been more to, present. I just came here to be with you and hang out with you and, and, um, to just give you a little mama love. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, uh, happy to say that I think that as the week has gone on, that you are beginning to feel better. And that really thrills my heart. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I never get bored and I never get lonely. I mean, I just yeah, don't. I that's mean, nice. There's so much to do in this world, so much to do. And I love doing so many different things that, no, you never have to worry about entertaining me, honey. But, you know, we knew this time I was just coming to give you some mama love. And um, that's what it's been. And it's been really, really good to be together. Yeah, I've really, it has been. I've really enjoyed it. And I love you very much. And I love you, too. Mm-hmm. And um, we love you. I'm not and in love you. with you. <laughs> well, I'm glad because that'd be very weird. So thank you for not doing that. That would do make this podcast you. really uncomfortable. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> There's a difference, you see. Yeah, I, I do see the difference. That's a very important differentiation between it's the two. Definitely. You know what I mean? All right. Let's wrap this week up, Mom. Final words for the week. Okay. Everyone have a wonderful weekend and we'll look forward to seeing our hearing. Hearing? Talking. (laughs) Chatting. Hanging out on the Facebook fans page with you all next week. Love you forever.